Nomads, and welcome to our monthly catch-up episode. This is for August 2022. My name is Eric, and I will be your host for the Nomads Fantasy Monthly Catch-Up. I have with me Brandon. Hello, I'm Brandon. (laughs) And I have Dave. Hello, hello. I am the aforementioned Dave. All right, well let's let's get into right. it. I want to I want to know what we've been exploring over the past month. Games, shows, whatever you got. Could be books. Could be could be anything. Uh, who wants to kick us off? I didn't even know we were talking about books. I should have wrote that. Could down. be books. Yeah, why not? Hey, anything. Yeah, any world that you discovered, man. I because I've, I've been mostly been watching movies, so that's all I, all I bring to the table. Yeah. Well, what have you been watching? Yeah. Uh, I well, I haven't finished it, but I just was on a flight, and halfway through the flight, uh, then I had to get off. But I was watching the Batman. Uh, I think oh, it's I think new, it's the new really one? good. Like some people said, it's boring and they didn't like it, but I'm only halfway through, and I'm loving it. So I'm, I'm hoping same. that yeah. So I haven't finished it, but okay, I haven't I haven't even touched it yet. Honestly, like dude, like uh, we might want to watch this one for the show. I, I I think there's enough story there, but. I don't know. I thought that was really good. It's cool because it's gritty. It's like a gritty. It's not. It's like a detective movie. It's not like a Batman movie per se. It's, that's what I like about it. I'm tired yeah. of Batman. I love Batman. Like, don't get me wrong, yeah. but yeah, this it's is a good different. twist on it. It's like Detective Batman rather than like superhero Batman. Yeah, and he doesn't talk, and you haven't. I haven't seen Bruce Wayne really yet, other than when he's like taking his like mask off when he's with Alfred. But I haven't seen any Bruce Wayne stuff, so I'm liking this. Um. And another thing I saw, so we watched Moon like a couple months ago, and Sam Rockwell was like the feature of that movie. So I was like, yeah, I love Sam Rockwell. Oh, that's right. There's an animated movie that he was in. He was the voice of a wolf. So there's a movie called The Bad Guys that came out, I don't know, like 2000. Oh, yeah. 20, 2021, maybe 2022. Anyways, newer movie. Um, oh. It's pretty good. A little bit more mature. Like It's not that silly. Um, but it's not a serious movie. It's just probably maybe like a 10-year-old might like it, not like a 6-year-old. But uh, I thought it was pretty fun. I liked it. Again, love Sam Rockwell. That was really cool. And I started watching the Uncharted movie, and I didn't like it, so I turned it <laughs> off. That was I was really bothered. Talk about. <laughs> oh, well, go ahead, Dave. We can come back to me. Let's we'll, we'll hear to I didn't finish truth, it. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't great. I don't blame you for stopping, but I don't know. So some of the issues that I had with it are casting related, like not sticking close enough to the game. <coughs> yes. Oh, I made Brandon <coughs> choke with that one. Brandon is dying. <coughs> he hates this movie so much. I did. I, I, wanted, I, wanted, I was drinking the beer and I was laughing because <laughs> the casting was so bad. And I loved the actors. It's, I don't mind Tom Holland. Like he he was all right as Drake. I went you know, and like I Marky Marcus Sully. Marky Marcus Sully. That was not a not a good move. But the Tom Holland one wasn't bad. Like I towards the end of it, I started to grow to you know him as uh, Drake yeah, Nathan. That's fair. But um, like I immediately went and watched the Nathan Fillion one because we've talked about this on our own before. And like after watching that, like Nathan Fillion was good, but he's way too old to do it now. Like so that that ship has kind of sailed a long time ago. But I don't know. They try and recreate some of the scenes from the movie, which you know some were better than others. Like the 
the falling out of the plane thing with the car. Like that's well, that's, that's how it fucking starts. Have you played the games, Dave? Yeah, I played one through three or four. Okay. So, um, and yeah, the story was all right. It was, and you know, your treasure hunting. It was Indiana Jonesy here and there, but. Like the, Wasn't it like a sort of like an amalgamation of all of the games kind of put together? Because like I know they cherry picked some certain, like you were saying, some certain scenes from the games, but they don't really fit into the timeline where it's supposed to be. Because this is supposed to be like a young Nathan Drake, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm assuming that's probably why they casted Mark Wahlberg is so that they can make him older later. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It just bothered me because, like, these actors are fine. Like, just why did they make this an Uncharted movie? Just make the movie, you know? I don't know why this had to be Uncharted. That was bothering me. I couldn't well, get out of it, my head. Would it have been interesting at all if it didn't have the Uncharted mm-hmm. IP? Like, it just as a movie itself? I think is so. It, is it I think I would have lasted if I didn't, but I couldn't unsee. Like, I just see Mark Wahlberg in this movie. You know, I see yeah. Spider-Man in this movie. and then, Right. And I just... I don't know. It's just like sometimes, like Dave, you have this issue where, like, if you see a big name in a role, you can't unsee it. And I just think that the Uncharted games are already very cinematic. That they just did the obvious thing. And I'm just I'm like, why am I watching this? Like, I don't, I know where this is going. And I know that nobody's going to fucking die. So this is such predictable well, shit. It's just not original. And I'm just like, the, I, I, there's so much better stuff I could watch. The villain was kind of lame. Like, the who the real stereotypical being i don't know can we spoil this movie go can, ahead have you seen it I, I haven't no but i don't really care you got like antonio banderas is like the the rich bad guy who's trying to find the gold or whatever and then he's got like his number one chick who's supposed to be badass but fails at everything and she just like murders him from behind like in a scene and then just becomes like the new big bad guy and i was just like really that's i don't know kinda... i mean if you play the games the villains aren't all that deep no you know? it's, it's more like about it, the adventure it, in the games i think like you know, right that's the best part. yes and, like the it's, yeah. crazy set pieces hanging off of trains and stuff like that but yeah doesn't nolan north make a cameo he in does this movie that's so weird. Why? Why? And it's it's why really like that? obvious and kind of hamfisted. He's like, "All right, good luck on your mission." And then they were like walking away, and they're like, "Who was that guy?" And like, I'm like, "So Guys. dumb." Yeah. Do so. they? Do, uh, do, I don't know. It's just weird. Like it's weird because nobody who didn't play the Uncharted games wouldn't know who that is, and also the people who do play them know who it is, but they make it seem like you're not you know it's just it's that seems like a very weird choice it's like, the, like who is that cameo for it's the you know stanley that's for the people who play the games it's like the stanley I Marvel guess, thing but... where it's just like this really awkward like well there goes spider around and you know it's it, kind of like it's a just... paying homage to him but which is fine whatever what i don't you like can... is i don't like that like this movie felt like it was something that we would get in the 90s like mid to late 90s where they try to take a game idea and then recreate it for the movies instead of working hand in hand, you know? Like, I would rather see something like that where, like, we have the game. We have Nathan Drake. We have the Uncharted, like, cast figured out. Go play those games. But maybe you can do something in this world that could maybe... Like, they, what if they did have Nathan Fillion playing the older version and he has a kid that wants to get in it? You could make a movie off of that. That's based off of the Uncharted. If you want to see the adventures of of Nathan Drake, then go see those 
play those Uncharted games. But what do they do? It's just like we've done this and it's why Mario Brothers movies sucked. It's why like the Mortal Kombat movies are not great movies. Like the first one's good, but you know, it's just the same <laughs> shit. You Wait, know, you it's just like Oh, Mortal Kombat. Sorry. I said Mario movie was good. It's Mar- just a, Mario movie was not good. No, yeah, it's just a <laughs> like a popcorn blockbuster type summer movie. Street Fighter oh. the movie. It was bad. Yeah. It's not yeah. It doesn't seem it that's I mean, whatever. We did a whole show on a whole episode on video game movies before if you want to listen to us talk about that but yeah that's right the point is that whenever they try to make a video game movie they don't lean far enough in either direction like they get caught in the middle of trying to appease the gamers and trying to appease the wider audience and it just doesn't work when you try to appeal to both sides yeah yeah so that wasn't a bad one though i did i did play something awesome this month though Ooh, let's hear it 20 dollar game called arcade paradise oh yeah i've yeah, talked about this before but i wanted to deep dive on this at some point to try and woo you guys over to the to the arcade side so i mean well, does it have a multiplayer no well then i'm not no. gonna play by myself it's a single player game <laughs> i mean you can play it multi co-op multiplayer on your couch well, it's got couch like, co-op you could, that's you could have cool. your you, you could have right, your now, kids I, play now we're you. talking okay now we're talking I mean, you know, it's got a 9 out of 10 on Steam. 95% of people, Google users, like this game. So it's not just a, it's not just an indie game I'm trying to force on you. It's actually mm. it's, All it's right. a solid Tell game. me what this game is, because I have been curious about it. It is a 90s retro uh, arcade simulation game. You end up getting a laundromat gifted to you by your dad while you're gra- after you graduate. I don't know if you're out of college yet. You might still be in college. The only set piece you really have is you get dropped off by the bus out in front of the building, in front of the laundromat. You go in. Usually every day there's like garbage on the ground and people's random socks and stuff like that. You got to go around and pick up garbage. And, you know, there's a there's a table that gets laundry. You put it in the washer. You put I it can in tell the you're losing Brandon. I know. You're losing Brandon already. No, I'm looking at Google to look at pictures of this game. Washer, dryer, and then you put it back on the other table, and the faster you do it, you get money back. So that's how you run the laundromat side. But then you go into the back room to the office, and you notice there's like three arcade games back there. And, you know, your sister tells you that when she was working there, she wanted to put them out front and get some extra money, blah, 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 blah. So you end up cleaning up the back room, setting up a little side arcade. So you're running the laundromat front and the arcade back, and I think you start with like a Pac-Man clone. Everything's everything's a clone of like a a game genre today. So there's, uh, you know, air digital air hockey. There's a Pac-Man clone that's like a GTA skit reskin of Pac-Man, which is kind of cool. Uh, a match three game. There's a missile command game. There's a cruising USA game. Like there's every every '90s genre of arcade games. There's a version of it. There's a whack-a-mole game where you can. Which is actually surprisingly fun, but as you that's cool as you play the games, they get more popular. People start coming to play those games more often. Every day you get daily challenges of like you know, survive level one of this Pac-Man game. You beat it, you get some little side cash, which is like the the premium currency that you use to buy the upgrades. And then you know, as you complete more goals, the machines start making more money. You eventually expand. You know, you expand into the broom closet, and then you expand into the storage area, and then you end up moving like a laundromat wall back. And by the time you're getting to like the second 
or third expansion or whatever you're i'm like i haven't done laundry in days i don't i don't do that i don't do people's dirty clothes anymore i just come in pick up the garbage and then i go back and i play arcade games all day but it, that's basically all you know all it is it's a it's a mini game collection but it's got a nice 90s arcade thing you know you buy a jukebox and you can play there's all like these like 90 there's a grunge 90 album in there there's like arcade techno-y music that you can just play and crank up while you're playing games and basically yeah you're just every couple days you end up getting enough money to buy another arcade game it shows up in the morning clean up you go check your things you go play some you know try and beat some levels here and there but i think there's i'm i'm maybe halfway to 75 percent of the way through it i haven't quite closed the laundromat yet i think at some point you get to you buy the laundromat and you just turn the whole friggin' thing into an arcade which is pretty cool but I'm, i've got like eh, maybe 20 games and each Sweet. one each one has its own kind of each one has its own levels the cool thing that they do is each game has a progression in it so you know like regular arcades you just eat your quarters and when you come back to it it's the same game this one they have like a galaga clone and like you buy upgrades for your ship and as long as you finish your game whatever you know when you come back to it you still have those upgrades so every time you're coming back and playing it you're getting a little further you're doing a little bit more it's cool it's it's a fun one that is pretty cool as long as i feel like the make or break for a game like that is the games like the mini games actually have to be fun mm-hmm. you know like it's not as long as you know it sounds like the mini games are fun There's... and like it's it's not like quality or quantity over quality yeah and there's so many of them that like if there's one that you don't like like i'm really sick of that pac-man one like i don't play that anymore but there's you know a twin stick shooter there's a brawler which i haven't gotten yet um i don't know this is a a first person game yeah you just walk up to the machines and it just zooms in right up on the screen you play it yeah and it's weird because you can you can move games around the arcade because you can put you know, higher paying ones next to lower paying ones and that'll boost their popularity because they're next to the good cabinet. But you see like the reflections of the walls off of all off of the screen that you're looking at, which is kind of cool. So it's like in it's in the environment and everything is in world. You got to go around and empty out your token hoppers when they get too full of quarters. I feel like the only thing I've seen in the trailer for this game is just constantly plunging toilets. The the trailer is brutal. The trailer kind of (laughs) sucks. The trailer doesn't do it any favors. It didn't sell me on the game, but yeah, you explaining it definitely gets me a lot more excited for it. Yeah, it's 20 bucks. So, I mean, it's not like it's we had we talked about the value of a game last week and like you get you get some good value out of this. You get, you know. It changes so quickly that if you're bored with the game or you don't even like it, you know, by the time you get to the next day, you've made enough money to buy another machine. And then you're just, the cycle keeps continuing. So, I would not be shocked if it found its way to Game Pass and then I would definitely play yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's got this weird like push and pull where like in the beginning where like you have to do the laundry to make the money, but at the same time you got to play the games and you get little watch notifications every time a load is, you got to go change a load out. Like, and then, you know, it's that, do I finish my high score or do I go empty the laundry and get, or do I just keep playing my game and I get a shitty laundry score and I don't make any money off of the laundry. I'm just trying to play the game more. It's, it's, <laughs> Brandon, it's just like, I just I like, like I hear this and like, Brandon I feel like, like I couldn't spend 20 bucks games. on that when I've already spent money buying like other games that like 
God of War, Breath of the Wild, yeah. Spider-Man that I had, like, huge hitters I got to play. You know, it's funny, though. It, here I am. You know what I'm doing? I, I look at those games, and I'm, like, so intimidated that I play, like, Skyrim. Yeah. And I can't stop thinking about Skyrim. <laughs> and I can't I can't put it down. I don't know why that game does that to me. I was like, don't do it, Brandon. I'm like, I'm just going to go in to do this one thing that I want to check out, and then I'm done. But I'll walk it's there like a, when I do it's, it. It's a comfort And I game. did. And so many, dude. Oh, yeah. Hours and go like, by. You can just dip in. Yeah. Dip in. Dip out. Like, no no pressure I, either. I dipped in And that game sounds like it, I will probably get caught in a loop, you know, if I really like it. I like that mm-hmm. it's first person, so I, I feel like I'll get caught in a loop. And I'm like, man, I got to play these big story-driven games. And I don't know. Like, it sounds cool. Well, if there was a trial, I'd check it out. This is a good one because you don't – you can play it for a half hour. You just do one day cycle and then – that it saves at the end of every day. So once you hit the next day, you're like, all right, well, I can come back tomorrow. Uh, that's true. There's an upgrade. Like, that'd be good for like a switch. It's a switch. That game. would, it is out. Oh yeah. Switch. It's on switch. Yeah. Yep. There's one you get that like slows down the time of day, like how long a day goes and you can turn it on and off basically. So if you want to run through, play, play a quick game, of you know, the Tetris clone or whatever, you know, come in, you get it done. That's dope. All right, that's cool. That's cool. I would actually, yeah, check it on, check it out, see if it goes on Switch sale. You know, that would be, it would be good, dude. Yeah, it scratches that nostalgic itch of all, like it's all those old classic '90s arcade games. So, yeah, Yeah. I saw it on sale. I would pick it up. Um, Well, I have a bunch of shit to talk about too. Uh, I since the last time we did our catch up, I bought a. Quest Two. Yeah. Um. So I bought I bought it secondhand, uh. And this is actually it's funny. It's I got a killer deal on it. This was right after they raised the price from three hundred to four hundred dollars. Oh, I didn't know they raised so the price. Yeah. They did raise the price. Yes, they've raised it a hundred dollars. The uh the hundred twenty eight gig model, which is the lowest that you can get now. But yeah, it was three hundred dollars. Now it's four hundred dollars. But I was browsing the Facebook marketplace and I saw one, someone was selling one for 150 bucks. That's a good, that's and a good I'm idea. Like, and I'm like, oh shit, secondhand, looks in good condition. Bought it, took it home, cleaned it up, you know, got some rubbing some alcohol Clorox out. Wipes. <laughs> Clorox wipes, rubbing alcohol, cleaned the hell out of it. And then, yeah, I booted it up and been playing a bunch of different stuff. Um, like, I played through the first episode of Vader Immortal. Yeah, that was really good. That was fun. Um, I played. Uh, I got Walkabout Mini Golf. which yep, I, I got that's that. Probably like one of my favorite. That's really fun. Games that I've and played I, so far. We got to do that together because really of the multiplayer. Oh yeah, it's cool. like I was looking <laughs> at so it. And I'm cool. like, I'm like, how fun can mini golf be? Like I've I've played mini golf before. It's fun, but like, it's just I don't know. There's something different about it when it's in VR and like. They can put you, you know how mini golf courses have like themes usually? Oh, yeah. They put you into these like, there's like a pirate theme level. There's a space theme level. There's like a, you know, a spooky like gothic haunted house type level. Like, so they put you into these themed worlds and you're just playing these fun mini golf courses. And that sounds awesome. There's something about it that is just really. And you feel like you're kind of there. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You, you know, can make them so elaborate, and like you can build these giant ass set pieces that you could never have in real life, and that's it's good. That's super cool. I think it's funny because like you watch your friend go, and like when you play it with multiplayer, you can see them. They make their mistake. You just see them go, mm-hmm. oh, and it's just like, oh, what, what are we doing? Yeah. Like above a pirate ship right now. 
No, we got to We definitely got to do multiplayer. It's funny. Yeah. yeah, I've just been playing it single player. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, I got I got a couple other games like the Blade and Sorcery, which is fun. It's like medieval fighting game. But I feel like I've definitely leaned more towards like the more chill games. Like it's fun to do like you know sword fighting in VR or like boxing in VR. But those are all you know they're so intense. You have to be in the mood for it. <laughs> yeah, which I never but am. But like. I got this game called Bait. It's a free game. It's a fishing game. And you just sit in your chair, fucking <laughs> cast your rod, and you're fishing. Like, it, I don't know. There's something in my brain that just, like, clicks with that, you know? And, like, there's, like, a puzzle game. Like, I bought this 3D puzzle game where you're just sitting down and you're building out these, like, it's like a jigsaw puzzle, but it's in, they're, they're like, 3D spaces that you're building. Mm. So oh, sweet. that's really cool. So I feel like I prefer like the more the seated like more chill experiences. And there was like there's a free uh it's not like a demo, but it's like an experience that Oculus put out and you're like on the International Space Station just going around exploring that. Oh, that's awesome. Like that is really freaking cool. Like there's some there's some cool stuff that, on there. Like the fidelity on that and like the refresh rate on those things is pretty sweet. The controllers are awesome. Like the You can turn on one twenty refresh rate is i'm sorry is really? it 120 it is 120 yeah 120 it's in the so they have oh, a, really? a ta- yeah if you go to your settings that's go to, i know they have like experimental that's where it is ex- experimental yeah. yeah so it's it's like the beta features really but that's you go cool. in there and you can turn it on it just goes to your battery faster um i think it's unnecessary i think the 60 frames whatever is totally all you need um, I and I, I'm the type of person who never gets motion sick in VR. Yeah, like, I can do anything. I can do anything yeah, in I'm VR. Good. Be flipping around in a plane, and I never get motion sick or anything like that. So I'm yeah, I'm good with that. But no, I've been exploring a bunch of different VR experiences, and do you have Beat a Saber? A lot of them are super fun. I don't have Beat Saber. Dude, that game is I'm, a blast. It's just it is. I had it on PlayStation VR, so I, oh, I pretty okay. much played through the entire thing before. And like it's thirty bucks, so I'm like, eh, do I really want to buy it again? I probably will eventually because on the quest, I mean, on the quest two, you can like sideload mods onto it as well. Like, so you can. I mean, there's a huge Beat Saber modding community. Are you fucking you telling add, me like, you can mod my quest two? Yes. Are you, you fucking up to a computer, kidding me? You hook it up to a computer, download like quest two or for especially for beat saber there's tons of songs for beat saber oh Just my god them, yeah they're putting fucking your... like billy eilish and like you know like <laughs> like dude you know the lady gaga there's... one's great but like i'm not i don't know some of these it's just like too pop i want rock bands man there is a huge beat saber modding community <gasps> you, should, you should check it out yep please thank you for telling me that oh yeah um but yeah that was pretty much quest two i've been playing it for i don't know a lot. A lot more than I thought I would. I don't know if I'll get burned out on VR, but the Quest 2 is so nice because, you know, it's wireless, it's standalone, just pop it on, and you're you're in. You're yeah. playing. It, you know? it does make it, it super easy, which is not, there's no cords or anything. That sucked back yep. in the day. The only, I mean, it's not even a gripe. It's expected. The battery life's not incredible but you're not going to be in vr for super long anyways but we played i have there was one night i've there was, there were nights where i've run down the entire battery just being in there for a couple hours do you play vader yet but i did i played the first episode nice. of vader immortal yep, that is it's pretty it's intense really good. right <laughs> it is yeah for sure um but yeah i don't know i'm gonna keep 
playing a bunch of different things. I I bought a uh, golf game as well called Golf Plus. Oh. So there's like full it's more fledged, realistic, I think. Yep, full fledged like golf simulation. It's awesome. Does, do you like, still have like a hook or a slice? Is how accurate is it? Oh yeah, everything. It's very very accurate. Huh. Yep. I've been I was hitting the range trying to get my swing down. <laughs> and I and like if you practice enough, it will help your swing in real life too. Hmm. You know, and like in VR, you can see exactly what you're doing, where your ball is going, how much you're. Do I have like you're a swing trainer kind of thing where it like kind of tells you yeah. how to change your grip or whatever? Sort of, yeah. Um, but it's yeah, it's really fun. You know what they need to make is a like a tie like X Wing versus Tie Fighter VR. That would. Know, be I mean, sweet. they have they have Star Wars Squadrons, but I don't. It's not for Quest. It's on it's it, on PC and it's on PlayStation. Yeah, Xbox VR? has it. Okay. Oh, VR. Oh, okay. It is in VR. Yep. Oh. But I just I just want to sit in the back of like the Millennium Falcon or something like that and while you like, fly or something like that, please. What cockpit you know? games are kind of made perfect really cool. for VR because you don't have to move. That's you what have I everything think. around you and you're kind of you know you're there is but natural there's surprisingly control. surprisingly not a ton of them on the Oculus Store. Like I was looking and there's like a plane. There's like a World War One like plane shooter and there's like. I think there is like one space shooter, but there's not as many as you would expect there. Yes, be. yeah. I think like no F- Microsoft Flight Simulator would be amazing. Oh my god! That. How because they have? I don't know how that's not in VR. All yet. the if cockpits. It, model. Someone had to have modded it already. Yeah, yeah. it's it's crazy. That'd be cool. And skydiving and shit like that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> or like squirrel suit flying or whatever that shit is. You just got to get like a yep. fan and have the wind blowing in your face while you have the thing on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Make it 4D. I uh, so I got a couple other movies that I watched. Um, I, was, I had a really busy month, right? So I didn't really get to finish things, but I do have a like a list I'm chipping away through when I feel like watching a movie. Another one I I discovered on Netflix. It was called The Disappearance at Clifton Hill. It takes place in Niagara Falls. Oh, I was just gonna ask. So mm-hmm. yeah, so I think that's cool. So I was like, all right, all right. So I watched it. I just watched like the opening like twenty minutes, whatever, to see if, if it had good acting and you know if I liked the idea. And I'm like, all right, I'll come back to it. But uh, what I watched it was cool. So the, the basically, this woman is in her twenties, whatever, and she's struggling with this memory that she has of what she thinks was like a kidnapping happening in front of her. So she. Flash has a flashback and she remembers like kind of being like a little girl with her parents at Niagara Falls and she went to go into the, like the woods area a little bit and she went, I don't know what she was doing over there, get water from a, a fountain or something like that and a car was driving around really slow with the window down, the guy looking out the window and she sees a boy, probably like 10, 12 years old, hiding and he's like, you know, like saying like be quiet to her or something like that and he's hiding in, in, the, in the bushes and then, um, she like drops her bucket or something like that, and then they the kid runs off and he gets picked up and um so she sees this kid get kidnapped. And I think I don't know if he dies or what happened, but she saw it happen. But she was so young that she doesn't really know what she saw. She's probably like seven, you know, years old, eight years old, probably seven, six or something like that. But so she goes to her, <coughs> her family and uh she just kind of forgets it. So I was like, all right, this is kind of cool, you know, and it's, it's in our backyard, you know, more or less in Western hmm. New York here. So I, I'm going to go back and watch that. Um, it was on and then I, Netflix? I, 
It was on Netflix. Yeah, the disappearance at Clifton Hill. Okay. Um, hmm. and everybody else is into that. Yeah, and everyone's like, "What are you talking about?" Like, no, you didn't see. It. You're just you know imagining things. But she's like, "No, I think it really happened." So another movie I watched uh, had Hugh Jackman in it. It was called Pan. Not a good movie. Uh, it was like is a retelling like... of Peter Pan, and yeah, it's just okay. weird. Oh, oh. It's obnoxious. I didn't like it. Not Pan. And... Is Hugh Jackman, Peter Pan? No, some kid is, but like Hugh Jackman is like some kind of pirate. I don't think he's like, is he? No, he's not Hook. Hook is played by another actor, and his acting is so distractingly, it's just distracting. I don't know if it's bad or what. I did not like it. So... I, I struggled with the acting and casting, and it was just a weird story. Visually, it looked great, but I really didn't care for it. It came out a few years ago. And the last thing I have is Space Sweepers. Uh, I, I just went off of <laughs> sounds the, like a B, uh, the B so, movie there. I was going to say, it sounds like a porno or something. <laughs> so it's on Netflix. It's a, I think it's a Japanese show. could be Korean, but it... It's about these guys, uh, this crew of people, motley crew of like a woman and like a couple dudes and a robot. And they just go around like, it's kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy a little bit or like Cowboy Bebop. Definitely like an anime, the way it's like filmed and treated and, and, and all that stuff. But it's live action with a lot of CG. And they just go around just kind of doing odd jobs and stuff like that. And they come across, like, I don't know, I'm trying to remember the story. I watched this beginning of the month last month. But um, this girl, this little girl is, like, the, the thing that they have to, like, take and, like, drop her off and whatever. And I don't know if she's being sold or whatever, but um, she's special. And it turns out that she's, like, a bomb. Like, she's, like, artificial. <laughs> she's, like, created. But she's a really cute little girl. So the acting is actually really good in this. The production is really fun. Uh, it's in like an anime come to life, and I don't know why. As a, as you were explaining this, I was thinking this was like a live act, like a reality show or something. No, it's a movie, <laughs> and it actually at the end it, it gets it has a very good emotional like it actually lands as weird as it is. Like I kind of want to rewatch it because I was it was just weird. But Space Sweepers, it's on Netflix. Space Sweepers, how the hell did you find that? It was just like recommended to me, and I'm like, I'm, I like the so cover weird. art, and I'm like, all right. Never heard of that. I, 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 here's my problem. I, I do this all the time. I check movies out and give them like five, ten minutes. I'll know as soon as I hear the acting and kind of. So this one, I, I actually watched all the way through, and um, hmm. I liked it. It's cool. It's, it's a, it's a good one. Nobody is probably talking about that one, but look like Space Power it. Rangers. Just, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I got a couple other things to talk about real quick. Um. I watched an entire series of a show throughout this month since the last time we talked. I've told I messaged you guys a little bit about this, but it might be one of my new favorite shows ever. It's Nathan for you. Mm. (laughs) Really fucking good. Uh, So it originally aired on Comedy Central, um, which this show is way too good for Comedy Central. I don't know why it was on there, but <laughs> it aired back in like 2014, 2015. But now it's on HBO Max and it is like it's it's really good. Like it's a comedy show, but it also goes places towards the end of the series. Um, and like this guy, Nathan Fielder, he's the host or, he, you know, he's the host, the creator, the producer, the showrunner. 
And he, this dude is like a, a genius. I don't know. The, <laughs> the situations that he creates and the way that he can like manipulate people, it's, it's really fascinating to watch. What are um, some of your favorite like things that he, he pulled? <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything, but like, well, the premise of the show, I haven't even explained that. If you don't know what it is, is he's posing as like a, businessman who helps out small businesses like failing businesses and like pitching them new ideas to help drum up uh more business but they're um, ridiculous so they're absolutely ridiculous one of i'll just in the first episode uh he goes to a pizza shop and he guarantees that they uh his idea is that they guarantee an eight minute delivery or they get a free pizza which obviously eight minute delivery is impossible. You can't do it. But the free pizza that they give the person is like two inches big. (laughs) (laughs) So like he, he goes like he's running, they're running this promotion and they're showing these like delivery drivers delivering the pizzas. No, it is. These are a hundred percent real. Yeah. Real people, real businesses. So they probably just signed and something and just gotta go with this. Like, look, like, this is this is they, for comedy. We're, well, they right? they tell the business they tell the business that it, they're filming like a documentary. Like, they don't tell them that this is like a comedy show. Oh. They tell them like, oh, we're filming a documentary on like. It's kind of fucked up, man. They're a failing business and you're toying Dude, with them. There's some there's some stuff in this show, um, and the the reason that I watched it is because Nathan Fielder just released a new show on HBO Max called The Rehearsal. And yeah, is that good? I, I watched the first three episodes. It's it's not really funny. It's just insane. Some of the stuff he does, like it, it is a like sometimes your mouth is just like hanging open, like you can't believe what is happening. Like it's it's insane. It's worth a watch. Okay, absolute for sure. Okay, but I would recommend. I mean, you could jump right into the rehearsal, but I feel like you should watch Nathan for you first if you wanted to. And, like, these are 20-minute episodes. Yeah. There's four seasons. There's oh, okay. eight episodes per season. Okay. So, like, I blew through it in, like, two weeks because uh, I was just watching, like, four of them every night because I couldn't stop watching it. And it's just so good. I recommend this, this show, to both of those shows, to, hmm. to anybody. Um, the Nathan for you is definitely more comedy-focused. It's funnier. Some of the funniest stuff I've ever seen on TV like I was laughing like the hardest I've ever laughed in my life, and okay, okay. I know I know I'm really hyping this show up a lot, no, that's but cool. it, I is, dig it. it is really really good. I'll check it out. Uh, but that was yeah, that was Nathan for you. Um, the only other thing is, that I know we've all been watching, yeah, it's kind of a little Game teased. of Thrones and Lord of the Rings, man. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, fucking yeah. It's a great time to be alive. It's ridiculous. I was gonna say yeah, House of the Dragon. Specifically, I haven't watched Game of, or uh, Lord of the Rings yet. Oh, you haven't, dude? It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's great. Fantastic. Watch it. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> like, there's really like no concern. Like, go watch it. It's I don't know if anybody has issue with that. Like, get over yourself. No, I'll watch it. I've just never been the hugest Lord of the Rings oh, fan, no. but you know, uh, we'll I'll watch it. I'll still, to yeah, the I'll still watch it. Yeah, I'm. I don't. It's not like I don't like Lord of the Rings. I can tell Dave and I are making uh, the Fellowship of the Ring like the mo- like the like that's like episode 100 probably for us it's like it's the pinnacle it's of, Lord of the rings i wish the i that. wish i was as uh into it as you guys uh-huh. like i've seen the movies and i like them they're good but i'm not it's like no potter you know. for you 
I would take Potter yeah, over I Lord of the Rings for uh, sure. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Sorry. You kneel for no man. Um, <laughs> no, we'll probably be reviewing but House of the Dragon. We'll probably be reviewing House of the Dragon. Yeah, we, we, we probably should recap on it. It's mm-hmm. So you guys are enjoying it. I've only watched the first oh, three two. episodes, but. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's only three episodes out at this point. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I've watched all of them and I've enjoyed all of them. I think they're you getting like, better and better. Are you watching with, like, with your wife or by yourself? Yeah. No, she loves it. Yeah, she, me too. I, mean, I, watch I, I all love of Game of Thrones together, and she's into it. I and love I'm it. So happy I that lo- she is. Yeah, dude. I don't know if I, I mean I probably would have eventually watched it by myself if I had to, but it's, it's cool. so much better when you there's have when you're, others there. When you have a show it. that you're excited about <laughs> and you're looking forward to it each week, and you're like, oh yeah, let's watch. Like the third know, episode is all build up, and my wife was just like edge of her seat, and I thought it was it was pretty cool. So like it's, mm-hmm. I remember the show gets that out of her because I get I'm I'm always invested in stuff you know I take things really serious that's probably why I like a cut after ten minutes but like when when something's good I'm like I'm here for it, it, it it's just be watchable and enjoyable and entertaining and original I'm, and I'm good you know it's crazy that they're able to pull this off like there's so much setup and history behind the story that they're telling but I think they do a really good job of like getting you up to speed with everything that's going on oh the intro and, like, too. Yeah, right. and like they have to, they in the. Uh, I mean, right. this is sort of a, <laughs> sort of a spoiler, but they like do a little time jump, like from episode yeah. two to three, to like kind of just move the story along. But it doesn't feel too out of place. You know, I don't want to get too whoa, into it whoa, if we're gonna. Yeah, please, Dave's I episode, especially if we're gonna recap it. But no, yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's good. good. Love it's that surprisingly good. That hot D, baby. I was not like I didn't have any hype for it going into it because nobody was really talking about it. What after team? Game what of, team are you? After Game of Thrones season eight. Team rate. Who are you? Uh, what do you? I didn't know there was teams. So uh, yeah, you got Viserys, the, fa- the king. Viserys. Yeah, yeah, we got Rhaenyra, the 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 daughter, the one. Of course, I mean, or is it the I'm uncle? Just... You know. No way, so, Team Rhaenyra. So all early, the way there's still so many houses no to be like you're. Uh, no way i'm rooting for the uncle yeah what he gets shit done uncle. he does it damien no, yeah no, man but no you're still waiting for like you see high garden so far but you haven't seen any of the houses like you saw the starks at like the right one. you saw some starks. you see more you see houses a house. you meet a you meet a lannister in the next episode you do meet a lannister yeah, and, and i don't know if we're coming. gonna see kessley rock but like i hope so because he's talking about how great it is I'm like i hope mm-hmm. i want to see it when it's prime baby you know, like show me some Esos too. Throw some Sothros in there, man. Show me, show me shit. I love, it. whatever. All right, <laughs> Kyle, come yeah, down. I'm glad. I'm glad that they were able to to bring everybody back after Game of Thrones left a sour taste after yeah. that. Ended, it's been so, so long. I'm like, I'm trying to remember all the houses. They're mentioning like Heron Hall. Right. I'm like, where the fuck is that? Isn't that destroyed in Game of Thrones? Um, so. Wow. Yeah, this just making me want to rewatch the show all over again. Get back in there. Yep. Uh, I think that was well. I guess I had one more game that I just wanted to throw out there because I'm enjoying it and I think people should play it. Leisure Suit it's Larry on... Six. <laughs> That's a classic. It's on Game Pass. It's on Game Pass. Just came out. It's called Tinykin. I don't know if you guys have checked this one out or heard about it. Tinykin. I don't know if I've even heard of that. It's really good. Uh, if you have ever played Pikmin or like Pikmin style games or like fun, interesting play, platformers, then games. this is a very good. It's not, it's not a children's <laughs> game. 
but it ha- it has a very cool art style and it's really fun. Like it combines. I mean, Pikmin was more of like a strategy game, but this combines like the Pikmin elements of the little dudes following you around and like they're moving. You know, you can get your tiny kin that move stuff around for you. You can get your bomb ones that blow stuff up. You can get okay. you know a bunch of different ones that do all these things for like you. Lemmings, but it's also it's also sort of yeah, but it's also a platformer. And you're like a tiny dude in like a big world, which is oh, always appealing. To I me. did see the okay. I did see this on Game Pass. Okay, so and it you, is yeah, fun. You're like climbing Almost, around, yeah, like oh, a bedroom really or something like that. It, yeah. It's like yeah, no, yeah, it's it's really fun. I think I feel like the art style can put some people off just because it you know it looks simple and cheap, but like in motion when you're actually playing it, it's really charming and fun. Oh, so. see that okay because I actually did not click on because I would like do like cloud play in a game like that, right? And I was like, all right, I'll just stream it. And dude, I bet uh, the art style has kind of turned me off a little. This looks cheap. It, dude, I'm telling you, it's okay. it, it, the art style is it's charming um, once you kind of get into it a little bit more. And I feel like it's a perfect game for kids, too, for your guys' kids. Like, I feel it's like simple, we needed... it's, the controls are simple and they're fun. It's super fun. I like It'd be a great game with the kids. Any game where you're like small in a large environment. Like when oh, you're yeah. like a Toy Story or those toy soldier games where you're going around a bed, like the bedroom is or like like gigantic. It takes two. Yeah, yeah. And those there's a little fun. bit of there's a sort of a little bit of like Tony Hawk thrown in there, just a little bit, because you have like this soap board. It's basically a bar of soap that you ride around on to get places faster, mm. and you can like grind on ledges oh, and that's like cool. okay, go down ramps. And See, like, that's not in fun. one of the four uh, images that they provide you on game, like on a game no. preview on Xbox. Which four is no, stupid? It's, it's fun. Four man. images that sell this whole game to me. Like, come on, give me, give me right. as many as they want to give me. Like, a at least ten. Yeah, no. trailer. Ah, uh, trailers. Yeah, but I hate trailers. You know why I hate video game trailers? Because they think they're like showing a movie. You know, and it's just like give me a game trailer. Just show me gameplay. Show it in motion, not. Brought to you by, produced with, in a time when a world is like, come on, let's go. Just, I'm, all right, back, or I'll go to the yeah. screenshots. You're talking about, <laughs> you got time for this. I know we're talking about, like, this feels like a Nintendo game. Like, it's, yeah, I mean, there, it sounds there's like it. a little bit of story, but, like, it's all about the fun gameplay. Like, and it, it feels good, too. Like, the platforming feels good. And, like, getting your little uh, tinykin following you around and it's not it's not difficult either like it's more of like a chill game you're just going around it's like a collect-a-thon type deal did you ever play overlord on the back like a couple generations ago overlord no but i've heard that was fun this game i've heard this game compared to that okay before yeah you're an overlord and you have these little minions you're like an evil guy you just go around messing with like the humans (laughs) and stuff like move trees and open doors and okay definitely absolutely inspired by uh pikmin and it's not really shy about it either pikmin meets overlord inspiration yeah pikmin meets overlord meets like i don't know i'm trying to think tony hawk platformer tony a little bit of tony hawk throw it in there maybe like i don't know like psychonauts sort of with like the platforming okay um but sure no it it looks and feels like like a, a Nintendo game, and it feels good, feels polished. So I would recommend checking it out, especially since it's that's on Game Pass. So okay, but yeah, that's I think that's all I had. That's a month for this month. Yeah, that's a month. That's a month, baby. And here um, we are going into September. Yeah, 
uh, getting ready for fall. Lots of shows coming out, games coming out in the our uh, next fall two months. Season. Our next two months are stacked. I'm really excited to talk about the next. We got some heavy hitters. Yeah, we do. It's we it's pretty hitters. stacked for sure. Mm-hmm. You have to wait yep, and find out though. Yeah, Go to tease. our Twitter and you'll see a, a yeah, calendar. I was say. <laughs> there's your little tease. All right. Uh, let's wrap this puppy up. Um, if you want to follow us, you can follow us at Nomads of Fantasy on Twitter and Instagram. Email us at nomadsoffantasy.com to tell us what you have. At no, email us at nomadsoffantasy.com. <laughs> email us at nomadsoffantasy at gmail.com to tell us what you have been exploring this past month. You can visit the nomadsoffantasy.com for all your nomad needs. And with that, safe travels, nomads. Bye.